Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode from our Maris podcast series, Journeying Towards Freedom. My name is Ryan Gatto, and it's my great pleasure to be taking time today to sit down and speak with Katie Lynch. I'd be surprised if many of you had not met Katie in the past, as she's been involved with Maris Life for a number of years, particularly in Sydney and now over in the West with her family in Perth. Katie is a passionate educator and a deep woman of faith and an extraordinary mother of two. So, Katie, thanks for being with us today. I know that one of your little ones joins us too, Jack. Yes, four-and-a-half-month-old Jack is sitting here, so we might hear some noises from him. <laughs> we welcome that. But just to begin, Katie, can I ask, how is motherhood treating you? Motherhood is treating me well. Um, it's uh, a shock to the system having uh, two under two. Um, so we have our days of uh, being in survival mode and we have our better days. Um, and um, no, but we're, we're going well. We're going well here, so it's good. Yes, you've certainly got your hands full. I know having one under two myself is chaotic, let alone having two, so my hat goes off to you. Katie, as you know, this podcast series has been tackling the theme of the freedom God offers all people. And it's because of this freedom that people are able to grow in deeper awareness of life and wholeness. And I know this topic area can be quite complex, but can I just ask what God's freedom means to you personally? Sure. So it's a big question, right? And I think um, you can perhaps only scratch the surface. And I say that because I don't think I would have, in looking at that phrasing of that question, I don't think I would have asked myself in that way. But it is a question you can ask yourself. Um, so my initial reaction is that it's a state of being at peace. And I mean that in a way of it's a state of maybe being um, in a, with a sense of ease but not easiness um, and a sense of calm uh, within my faith life. And what I'm at ease with is the invitation that I have to my faith. So that doesn't mean I have um, all the answers at 32 um, and I don't have it all worked out. But what I think I'm saying is um, I'm okay sitting in a space that's fluid, um, that's thought-provoking, um, that's disturbing, that's challenging, that's loving, um, and that God's freedom there is uh, uh, where you acknowledge the invitation from Jesus uh, to be in that space and where you can be aware um, that where bless you, Jack, um, where, I mean, it's where we can be aware that we're receiving the invitation and it's not, it's not us, it's not that assumption that we're taking the initiative here, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, and I think also when I looked at this question, um, I think my initial reaction uh, was also to the word journey. It caught my eye because it's not A to B journey, is it? It, it could also be, um, it can almost be circular. So I, what I mean by that is I think the journey towards freedom is one where you keep growing into new questions and answers. So it's not identifying a question and answering it full stop, done and dusted, but more so having a growing awareness to find better and deepening questions. And so on that level, it's continuous rather than that A to B journey. Absolutely. And that's what these questions are about. It's about one's individual journey. And I'm sure there are various points in one's life where they do experience God's freedom. And I'd be interested to know a little bit of that journey for you. 
Has there been a particular moment where you've experienced this freedom or peace as you've been referring it to? Yeah, sure. I, and I think um, I think I kind of have to go back. Like if you told me at 20 that um, at 32 that I would have got married in a church, um, that I'd have a master's in theology and that I'd go to church with my two kids and my husband, um, I wouldn't have believed you. And not because they're remarkable things, um, but because I suppose they're a little bit countercultural now as a youngish person still. Um, and so even though growing up in the Catholic family and going to Catholic school, um, and, oh, yes, Jack, um, and all of that's, I suppose, stock standard Catholic upbringing, um, I, what I'm getting at is I think at that age of, say, 20, as a particular junction, I wouldn't have understood that I was on a journey. So um, at that point, I, in not understanding that you're on a journey towards freedom, I didn't have a sense of calm. I didn't have a sense of ease, a sense of peace, as I was saying before. Um, I think um, my understanding was if I didn't have a sense of clarity, then you should step away. So on reflection, it's a pretty uh, juvenile understanding of faith. Um, and it's probably not uncommon at 20, um, and I don't think I'm being too hard on my 20-year-old self, um, but I think being unaware, you're a prisoner to yourself. So rather than explore what you're challenged by, rather than explore what that journey is, um, and say, for example, at that age, I didn't um, understand, well, I didn't, I didn't uh, feel comfortable with transubstantiation. As a, as a little example, then I just closed off. So not in an immature angst type of way, um, but I just didn't have that liberating sense of growing into questions and answers. So then I didn't pursue it. Fast forward, then of course, I mean, I, I don't have all the answers as I said earlier, but I, I, have a, I have a sense of myself and I have a sense of awareness and I have a comfortability in pursuing questions and answers. And I would hope that I have to keep on doing that all the time. It's not that it's cut off at this point either. Um, but um, I suppose that, yeah, that was a particular junction in that journey that stood out to me. Yeah, thanks, Katie. I think you raise a really good point because when we talk about a person's faith life, it would be uncommon for them not to be constantly asking questions or seeking answers. You know, in some ways, it's a critical element uh, to the spiritual journey. But finally, Katie, knowing that we have many listeners who are engaging with these podcasts, can I just ask if you have any learnings or wisdom that you might be able to share or impart with them? Do you know um, the quote, the painful ordinary of the everyday? I do, or a version of it. Or something, or something, something equivalent. Um, so, yeah, so um, my husband Dan and I come back to this one a bit. Um, but, you know, that sense of the, the mundane, um, the day-to-day, the highs and the lows, and how in all of that you're invited to be present. Um, and, of course, it's hard, but in being present, perhaps you can embrace suffering, uh, limitations, um, disappointments. And in that space, the freedom of letting go is letting God. So I'm the first to admit that even though I could be aware of this, it doesn't mean I can do it every day, um, but saying how do we help other people along the path at least at least we're on the path and it's good to be on the path um and I think if you can if you can sit with um a quote like that 
and come back to that word awareness, that's where we have revelation. Um, and, you know, even my uh, two-year-old daughter is on the path. She, Sophia, she talks about church all week. Now, uh, you might appreciate this and others might appreciate this. It's probably not surprising that Dan Lynch's daughter talks about church all week. Um, but for her as a two-year-old, um, you know, she, church is social and it's, there's music and um, there's snacks and there's other little people there to talk to. Um, she's starting to get a little bit disappointed at communion now because she doesn't think the blessing's um, quite enough. Um, she wants she wants what else is on offer. Um, but I think it just shows you know we're we're all on we're all on this path, um, and um, it's it's surprising and it's and it's meant to be, and we're we're meant to dip in and out of it, and we're meant to be okay with that. Yeah, it's amazing how much our little ones can teach us, even helping to remind us that we're all on this journey together. But Katie, I just want to thank you so much for your time today and for your provoking responses, but also for the reminder and importance of the real need for ongoing reflection in our lives. And we also thank our co-host Jack, who stayed very silent during our conversation, but I know he was still calling the shots. We wish you all the very best and we look forward in talking again soon. Thanks very much. Thanks, Ryan.